You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Before the All-Star break, Warriors hold off the Jazz 140-137. Grizzlies edge the Bucks 113-110. And the Timberwolves roll out the Trailblazers 128-91. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into our Friday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in on the show with us this morning. The uh, X accounts at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson. One email address for the show is the easy way to get us, Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Also easy uh, to remember. Uh, Caitlin Clark just hit another three. Uh, it's amazing. Um, did she have 48 last night? 49. 49. Oh, my 13 goodness. assists. 49.15. I mean, I'm sorry, 13, 13 assists, assists. And five rebounds. Wow. Did you see when they played Nebraska, they had a line <laughs> to get in there? It looked like it was for a mile uh, long at Nebraska. And Nebraska ended up beating them. Uh, I hope that our soon. listeners will take time, Barry, to look at her first shot. Uh, you talk about crossing midcourt, and I did she didn't jack it up? She shot it the right way. A, a lady could shoot it that far, and she knocked the bottom out of it. Three thousand five hundred sixty-nine points later. Yeah. Um, all right. So great show today. We got uh, at seven thirty. Ben Roberts will join us. Kentucky uh, will take on the Auburn Tigers. He's the writer for the Lexington uh, paper. He uh, joins us from time to time. We'll talk to him about all SEC basketball. We'll find out. Uh, how hot is the seat for Coach Cal right now up there? We don't hear a lot about it uh, here, so find out about that. And then Olivia Arnold uh, was with the Bryant Museum. They're unveiling uh, a basketball portion today. I know uh, Dad's got a section in there. Michael Southern's done a lot uh, to promote that and uh, sent us some nice pictures for that. And his Twitter's been, or X has been pretty active showing that. So that'll be a nice addition to the Bryant Museum and honestly, long overdue. And then hopefully Coach Sonny Smith will be able to join us. We'll talk with him in the second hour. But we'd love to have your guys' phone calls once again, 205-342-9904. So we'll actually talk a lot of hoops today. It won't be mostly football uh today because football is uh justin football is over right so it's time to turn the page uh college baseball starts today some high school baseball started uh yesterday alabama uh will take the field four o'clock this afternoon i think auburn uh plays tonight uh and auburn seems to be selling a lot of tickets down there so uh, but i think i saw for the alabama game they play at two o'clock on saturday if you have a ticket to the basketball game you can walk out of there and they'll let you in the alabama baseball game for free uh we also have a softball tonight home softball opener. yeah there you go softball's already five and oh though right? they five play, and so, oh in atlanta they but, play yeah. so many games in softball it's amazing of all the colors yellow is the most important at least when it comes to building out doors no matter what your project is this season pier deck fence pergola be sure to head to your local Yellowwood dealer for Yellowwood brand. Pressure treated pine. Yellowwood 
asbestos protection from rot, fungal decay, and termite attack. If you're going to build, build it right. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. And always remember, if it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Also, Justin, find out for me what time the women play on Sunday. They play Auburn. And I was out at North River last night having dinner with some people, and I saw the women's basketball team and Christy Curry. I didn't get a chance to get over and visit with her. But I do believe if you go to the women's game, too, you can take that ticket and get into the baseball game on Sunday as well. What That's going to start at 2. 2. What time is the baseball game then on 2? Maybe if you could get there before if you have a ticket. Anyway, good morning, Dad. How are you this morning? I'm doing okay. Caitlin Clark, as Barry mentioned, uh, 49-13 assist uh, the first shot. It's worth your time to take a, a, a second and run it back, and you'll see it on one of the highlights of the shot that she made to break it. Uh, she was some... Some young lady, some player. Boy, what a player she is. Uh, Don Gullett, Gullett, uh, uh, the Cincinnati player, I never pronounced that right, uh, played in the World Series. He played for Cleveland, some passed away at age 80. Uh, by the way, uh, uh, Caitlin then won 106-89 last night. Cantley uh, in, in Genesis is uh, seven under. Uh, Tiger and Justin played together. And I watched that uh, on ESPN Plus. Both of them are about plus one, long way away from a lot of guys. They're pretty good. Tom Hogue, really a good player from Alabama. We don't hear much about minus five, and a uh, good player. Guess, uh, guess what? Uh, in this thing, Roy McIlroy is down at the bottom. Uh, all right, at the bottom at plus three. So. Everybody had fairly decent scores yesterday. Oh, boy, uh, Nick Dunlap shot one under. So that's oh, good. Oh, he did? I'm, yeah. I didn't see it. I saw yeah, he shot one under. Name. So he's, okay. he's kind of in there. In there. He beat yeah. uh, Tiger and Justin them yesterday. Shot. Oh, that's he great. At, I, I, that's at nine. my fault then. Yeah, he tees off at 9.20 this morning. So Yeah, well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I sure slipped trying to get everything together. Uh, so uh, Nick certainly deserves a lot of credit for shooting one under and a lot of people couldn't do that, and uh, the funniest part about it was on the last hole of his second shot, uh, Tiger shanked it, and uh, really a bad, bad, tough shot, and any time you get one of those, you get it in your head, and of course, the third one, he, he made some a miraculous recovery, ended up making uh, making bogey on it, but uh, I got to a little bit of that, so anyway... Uh, we've already talked about who's going to be on tonight. Uh, Saturday schedule, which would be the, the games outside of Alabama and A&M, which you're interested in at 11 o'clock um, on ESPN. Auburn and Kentucky is at 5 o'clock. The rest of the games are just kind of so-so games. Uh, good against fair and fair against poor. and So I'm not going to go with those right now, but we may do so before it's over with. Uh, let's see. Um um, the five right now, the vote is going to be a, what a five, seven model in football, but the only football stuff I'll mention the five highest ranked conference champions will be the first five. Now I didn't quite understand Barry who they're going to select, but the next seven highest ranked teams. And the question comes to me is who ranks them? And I did not find that in the article as to who ranks them. Uh, I guess the, I guess the college football committee ranks them. Uh, I would assume, but uh, it's a five-seven deal. If, if anybody wants to know a little bit about football, there, there. Uh, outside of that, 
We're winding down the basketball season. It'll be interesting to see who gets the NCAA tournament. It's going to be fairly close for some of them. And uh, we welcome your calls about uh, the exhibits that uh, they're having for, for basketball in the in the Paul Bright Center is uh, really nice. Uh, the things that uh, that I've seen, I'm going to go by there in the morning on my way over to the game and see if they open at 9 o'clock. So, uh, they're honoring Mark Godfrey's team, a uh, team that did get to the final eight uh, this year. They're honoring that team, uh, I guess, at halftime. And she told me, uh, 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 Olivia told me last night that uh, they would be coming by over there uh, on, uh, on on Friday or Saturday sometime. So you might be able to catch them. Outside of that, not a whole lot of news, and we look forward to your calls. All right, so, yes, uh, baseball on Sunday is at one, and the women take okay. on Auburn at two. So I think I read somebody. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you show up, say, "Well, well Wimp and Barry said if I had a ticket to the Auburn game, I could get in the baseball game free." But that's what I read. So, uh, and I believe I know this for a fact: uh, the Alabama uh, Texas A&M game at Mario is 11, and the Alabama baseball game is at two. And I do know I read if you show your Bama basketball ticket, you can get into the baseball game, and they play today at four. So, um, anyway, so but uh, Greg McGreg Vaughn, Coach Vaughn, uh, will have his debut today at four o'clock. I went to the Paul Bryant uh, McAdory game yesterday. Um, wow, what wow. a tough Foul game at the, at the buzzer! What a tough game uh, for Paul Bryant. Uh, Sean Pecklove, first of all, congratulations, Coach. Uh, he did a phenomenal job coaching in that game. Uh, he started out zone. He has no depth. Uh, yeah, one of his second leading scorer is hurt. Uh, so he started out zone. Uh, McAdory got up on him like 10. Uh, he started kind of pressing them at the end of the first half. Uh, kind of got it back. He dunked the ball at the buzzer. I think to go down, he was down maybe four or six going into halftime. McAdory is huge, by the way. Uh, really? Absolutely huge. Yes. Um, start the second half, they go man on them and they get up on uh, these guys um, and they're leading pretty much the entire second half. It gets down to the end. Uh, McAdory starts fouling. They keep making one of two free throws. Uh, there's 10 seconds to go, and Bryant has their best player, AD, who's going to Kennesaw. They're, Bryant is up one. They're at the free throw line with 10 seconds shooting two. He makes the first one. Uh, I believe he, made, he makes one of two. I can't remember if he made the first or second. Uh, McAdory is bringing the ball up. The ball gets knocked out of bounds at half court. I'm not 100% sure the ball wasn't out on McAdory, but I ain't going to fight you on it. Specklove had one timeout. McAdory had none, so he chose not to call it, which fine. He didn't want them to set their stuff. I probably would have called it just because I'm scared of three might beat me. They got a big kid in for McAdory. They throw it in. The guy comes up the court. He's going to shoot a three, Justin. They're up two. He throws it inside. And with .3 seconds, the big kid for uh, McAdory makes a layup. The official calls a foul. He calls a – there was no foul. He calls a foul. And those officials, those half-two uh, officials are So Peck Love takes his time out to ice the shooter, 
and the guy makes the free throw, and Paul Bryant loses 47-46. And they had a great year. Obviously, we played them three times. We did fortunate to beat them once. You don't call that foul. But you don't call that foul. Unless, some reason, he misses a shot. You think he really hacked him. But you don't. It was not. It was not a foul. Uh, and Sean Peck Love, if you're listening, Coach, you handled it with class. I probably would have been standing at half court screaming my head off. But, uh, you know, he starts five seniors. For those seniors to have to walk off that court like that and never play a high school basketball game again. Oh, uh, official loves to show his fans. <laughs> I just don't think it was a foul. I'd have to go back and look at it. But, uh Anyway, 47-46. team that beat us, Helena, uh, took care. I don't understand if these some of these schools watch any film. Uh, Benjamin Russell played Helena. Helena's got a couple of really good players. They act like they didn't even know who the one Josh, number three, was. He got like 30-something, and uh, so they move on. They will take on McAdory. Uh, Helena to, does. Yeah, to, to go to the Final Four. They'll play, I guess, Tuesday. Mountain Brook, I believe plays today, but uh, Buckhorn ended up winning. They were down big against Clay Chalkville. They ended up coming back and winning. So, so well, that, the uh, t- state tournament does not start until uh, Monday week. Uh, you saying yes. There, there's like We crammed our uh, area yeah. games in the sub-regional and, and then now everybody's got like a week and a half off before they start That's playing. Right. Like ACA, uh, who's in it, they haven't even played on Monday. Uh, so they've had off like 12 days. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to me, uh, but whatever. All right, we'll get to break here. we got Philip Holden. We'll get to Philip when we get back. Two-minute truck there at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. No problem. Let the professionals handle it. They'll take great care of you and your stuff. 205-247-5050. That's two-minute truck movers. Who care? Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We are still seeing some very heavy backups on eastbound 2059 as you approach the University Boulevard exit in Cottondale. Accident is still there. Now, they have reopened the center lane, but the right lane remains blocked. We're going to call this about a two-mile backup, give or take. At this point, you may want to go Highway 11 as an alternate route, but that's getting pretty heavy through the Cottondale area as well. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Friday morning. Alabama is another step closer to a lottery and gaming vote. The Alabama House on wide margins passed the two bills yesterday. Now they move to the state Senate next week. Speaker of the House Nathaniel Ledbetter told reporters it is critical to allow the people to decide. The last statewide referendum on gaming and lottery. Townsend Nissan is your number one dealer and they'll beat any written offer or pay you a thousand dollars. Keeping you number one keeps Townsend Nissan number one. See dealer for details. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet. Look. Sale. Target's four-day sale. Ah, the four-day sale. Count me in for sure. Don't miss Target's four-day sale. Ends Monday. Restrictions apply. See Target.com for details. 
road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another spring-like day today with a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 69. Becoming cloudy tonight, the chance of a few scattered rain showers and turning colder after midnight, the low 36. Tomorrow, cold and breezy, the sky mostly cloudy, the high 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9. For more coverage of Alabama football, visit us at Tide100.9.com or download the free Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to uh, Inside Live. There also were great crowds uh, yesterday up at Bill Harris uh, Arena up there in Bessemer. So the high school crowds, uh, to me, have gotten a lot better across the state. Yellowwood pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. You want to build it to last. Only one choice. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. All right, right to the Yellowwood hotline. Get Philip in. Good morning, Philip. Morning. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Uh, Caitlin's got such a, a beautiful shot. You know, every it's like every shot just looks oh, it's true. It looks true. It looks like it's they look like they're all going in. She's incredible. Yeah. But she does. But what a passer! Like she can yeah. thirteen assists. Like I mean, yeah. you better be ready. This girl will not. She is yeah. worth the now. She is worth nil money uh, because she is, making, she is making every arena she plays in. That she's making them. She's money. getting some now. She's getting some advertising. She needs it. Oh yeah. Well, she to me, she's she's the face of college athletics to me right now. I mean, to me, she's something. Did you see that crowd that uh, that line of people at, at uh, Nebraska when they were playing them on Sunday? It was unbelievable how long that crowd was. <laughs> how long? I just yeah, just saw some highlights of that there. But yeah. I tell you, you know, I, I called Martin show a little while ago, and and um, and I think Sarah Barker too is is a, a player, and in, in, in Xavier Xavier uh, Houston seems to think that 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 Ash, Sarah Ashley has another year available to her at Alabama now. If so, man, I, I hope that they can really get behind her and promote she's her. A good player she's player boy. She is. I think she's an NIL gold mine. Yeah, I, mean, I like the way she plays. She's a strong lady, girl, lady, how you want to say it. And, mm-hmm. You know, got disappointed that Georgia, the coach, the coach changed, and mm-hmm. uh, but she came back home. She's, she's a very, very good player. Well, Zoe thinks she's got another year left. I hope she does because I, I think she's a great player and and uh, I, to me, she's a Montana Fouts type yeah. NIL goal mine player, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. But big weekend for Alabama. Uh, I'm excited about the baseball program. I thought Rob Bones' interview yesterday with Gary Harris was really, really good. He's a man. He's an enthusiastic coach. I just love that interview. I didn't hear it. I know Gary. We didn't get him on uh, our show as well, but. Uh, I was around some people uh, this week that are close to the program, and uh, they had nothing but good things to say about 
uh, Coach Vaughn and also about some of the guys that they brought in. They said he brought in some real power hitters. Another pitching staff uh, is, is really uh, legit. Uh, they're going to roll out three big starters. Uh, I think Hess will go today, and then the kid from Hewitt Trussell, uh, whose name is just out of my head right now for some reason. He goes tomorrow. Riley Quick. And then, uh, yeah. uh, so, and evidently he's picked, you know, fixed his control issues. He's always been able to throw the baseball hard, but, uh, they've got some depth with the pitching staff. And, uh, so I think he's, uh, he's going to probably, he could possibly, dad, those are old things. You can win too many your first year. He might do that, uh, with, with this team, uh, Philip. That's right. I hope he will. And I, I hope the weather's going to be decent and we can get some sunshiny days. I think that'd be great. And mm-hmm. I hope the basketball team will get those uniforms uh, rolling and, and pull out a win tomorrow against Texas A&M. That's going to be a good game. Uh, yeah, Texas A&M, there's certain teams that kind of have your number. They like to play a lot of zone, matchup zone, chain defenses, keep Alabama off guard or one. Uh, team has has had success against uh, Coach Oates' style of play. Uh, they did Alabama did beat them in the tournament uh, last year, but other than that, I think Buzz has won every game in the regular season against Alabama. Well, Buzz, but Texas A&M has. So we'll see. Right. Uh, right. We'll see how. Hopefully, Alabama will be ready to play, and they won't look at that Vanderbilt score. I don't. I don't think they will. I don't, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I, and uh, I feel pretty good about that game. Just got to get off to a good start and, and stay hot. If Alabama get off to a good start, they're going to be tough, tough to stop. Yeah, no doubt. Thank you, Philip. All right. Thank you. Y'all be good. All right. Uh, there's Philip. So, um, Michael Southern sent us a tweet. We can ask, uh, not, we're not being critical. I ask, um, Olivia, we have her own. She had the men's basketball exhibit. At the Bryant Museum is great and long only overdue. Uh, only question I have is why is Johnny D and the Rocket yeah. Eight were not included? Hopefully that will be added in the future. Well, oh, sure. I hope so. Johnny D's son um, was a terrific basketball coach. Um, I don't think it hit the Rocket Eight. Leon Marlair is still living. Uh, the rest of them have passed away. Um, what a team they had. I got to see him a little bit. He, uh, Johnny D spoke at my, my banquet, uh, my banquet, my senior year, excuse me, at, at our basketball banquet in, in Florence. And, um, he offered me books. I'll tell that story all the time. That's how good I was. <laughs> but, uh, he, uh, he went through, uh, he was the one that recommended to the NFL that they look at Bart Starr. And I've got a great letter from Bart Starr on my desk. I want you to keep when I move on. Um, so we were in, when we were in Little Rock, we went to play somewhere where Johnny D was. And I called his son, and, and Johnny came to practice. Uh, he brought him to practice. And uh, uh, it was a thrill for me to get to see him because he, he's such a terrific coach and such a terrific person. The first person that, uh, that they talked about is Hank Crisp, who was the football defensive coordinator that Coach Bryant kept when he came from A&M to Alabama after coming from Kentucky to A&M. And Hank Crisp was the very first. There had been 20-something numbers of coaches, 20 high 20s, I can't remember, of coaches that have coached Alabama basketball down through the years. So um, I'm real appreciative of, of – uh, 
of what Olivia has done and the work that she's done, and I, I do hope we can get. I don't want to be critical, of, get on and be critical of her, but uh, not not going to be. She, I said something to her about it. She said, "Well, her, his name is on there, but maybe we can do something for it." Good, good point by somebody who really keeps up with Alabama basketball. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I'm sure they'll add as uh, they go. Uh, so anyway, it should be interesting for people to swing by the Bryant Museum. Uh, tomorrow prior to or after I guess I'm not sure what time they close but we'll ask Olivia all that alright we're gonna um, they're camping out uh, down in Auburn it's supposed to get cold uh, in the yeah, 30s 22 degrees uh, they said they're gonna have a cookout Justin for the for the kids that are camping out to feed uh, the ones that are camping out could you camp out in 30 degree weather 28 degree would you do that Justin to get into a basketball game uh, would you would you do that back in your college days? Um, no. No. <laughs> no. I'd knock on the back door if it were me and try to slip in. My question is, like, if you're in a line, all right, so you have one person holding the line, what's to keep, like, ten people from coming up and getting in your tent, like, the when it's right before you go in there? The way I, I told it, yeah, I was overseas and, and somewhere, and the line was a mile long. I was with Dave Odom. I said, "Dave, we ain't doing this." So, do you get they give you a number? <laughs> I, I don't think you get a number. Um, I remember a, year, a couple years ago, back when Alabama basketball and we had um, Herb Jones and all those guys. I had a good friend who's in a fraternity who uh, was put on line duty. He had to go sit in a line out front of Coleman. It's kind of like very competitive you have to maintain you have to keep boxing out and make sure that your spot is your spot and if you see somebody walking to the front of the line you need to make sure where they're yeah, going yeah they have a better system than that now they're gonna have a fight out there if they want better they gotta give uh, you a number right i, I just got a text uh, excuse me from uh, tim about jack cubison jack cubison was one of the rocket eight i should have had him on and uh, he's still living. I think he's, I'm not sure about his wife, but Jack Cusin was a terrific player. And I'll I'll look into that and see if I could get get Jack on. In fact, I should tell Olivia about that. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, let's talk about a great new sponsor. Uh, not really new anymore, but uh, Bryant Bank. Uh, four locations here in the Tuscaloosa area, but they're spread out across the state. Uh, let's talk about Bryant Bank. Well, those those four locations are, are, are mighty good for people who are trying to get around in in, uh, in the city of Tuscaloosa, but uh, they're throughout the state of Alabama. And I think the one thing about Bryant Bank is that they're that they're homegrown. Uh, there are people that are accessible uh, to you uh, around the clock uh, if you're uh, online banking. Uh, they will be the type of people that you not only will come into a bank and be friendly, but also a bank that has a banker. And they will do everything they possibly can to help you and with all the boards and and profit uh, deals that you're trying to do, or whatever you're trying to do, putting in or taking out money at Bryant Bank. Uh, we all know that the small businesses are targeted by fraud attempts sometimes. Uh, and we have to be darn sure that we've got uh, a bank that uh, has a real banker and uh, it's family-owned, and uh, that's important. Paul, Paul Jr. started this years ago, and it has really grown, and it is really good. And if it wasn't, uh, I would would be up here saying so. I'm not interested in doing anything but telling the truth. And for me, 
And for the years that I have been banking, which has been a long time since I came back from Blue Rock, uh, Bryant Bank has been where where I put my hat. So if you need some help, uh, you want to add or take away for whatever, go by Bryant Bank, tell them you heard on inside the locker room, and I think you'll be well pleased. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. 365, 24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's Move Over Law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the road. Your number one dealer, and they'll beat any written offer or pay you $1,000. Keeping you number one keeps Townsend Nissan number one. See dealer for details. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you... I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Inside the Locker Room with Wimpin Berry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. Want to build a five-star backyard. Everybody loves five-stars around here and in Lexington, Kentucky. But if you want to build a five-star backyard, as Yellowwood is the choice. Go to yellowwood.com to find the dealer that is closest to you. All right, we'll get uh, go up to Kentucky. He's the uh, beat writer with the Lexington Herald. Uh, covers Kentucky basketball, I'm sure. Uh, all SEC as well. Ben Roberts. Good morning, Ben. How are you? Hey, Ben. Good morning. Good. How are you guys doing? Good. Well, appreciate you being on. I um, I know that Kentucky is, you know, not quite have not played the way Kentucky generally does, losing at home and not being very good defensively. Tell our listeners uh, where the where personnel lies and where this team stand. Oh, they're all on Cal's fanny. Talk a little bit about where the Kentucky team is as they go to Auburn. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, they're coming off a, a good win over Ole Miss, uh, snapped a, a three-game losing streak in a row, which had never happened before. The league opened in 1976. They never lost three in a row there until last week. Um, so, I, you know, I think it was a good confidence builder to, to beat Ole Miss, and they actually played some good defense. Um, got kind of... Got kind of up into people instead of playing back on their heels, especially at the beginning of the game. So I think that was a big key. Uh, you know, this game Saturday, for anybody who watched, uh, you know, I'm sure folks down there watched quite a bit of Auburn, but that what they did to South Carolina Wednesday night, um, Kentucky might be might be walking into a pretty difficult situation tomorrow. Well, they are because Auburn's, you know, got very good home field advantage plus a good team. Uh, Personnel-wise, is Auburn, excuse me, is Kentucky struggling with their big men trying to decide who to play or who's good enough, who's not? Are they, are they dropping away from the big men and going to a faster team? What are they doing personnel-wise? Yeah, you know, he, they didn't have any of those three seven-footers to start the season. Um, then they all, they kind of all came back in December, January. But 
Cal's settling on uh, Ugananienso, it looks like, um, over these past few games. He's uh, about doubled the other two in, in minutes played. Uh, he He's started five games in a row now and got 10 blocks uh, in that Ole Miss game. Uh, Rupp Arena record and second most in, in Kentucky history. So, you know, he's not as offensively skilled as the other two and especially can't step away from the basket. Those other two can hit threes. What's his That's background? His game. What's his background? He's, uh, he's from from Nigeria and uh, didn't play a whole lot of basketball at all um, until he was you know, kind of in his mid-teens. And then he was kind of discovered over there, and uh, he went to the NBA Academy in Africa, which is which is started you know really starting to turn out some some good prospects out of that thing. And he only played high school ball in America for a semester, and then enrolled at UK. Uh, when he was 18 last season, didn't play much last season. Obviously, was kind of late getting to the team and and didn't have a whole lot of experience. They had Oscar obviously in the middle taking up all the minutes. Um, and then he was supposed to have a breakout this season, then broke his foot uh, over the summer, so missed out on a lot of developmental time. But you know, he he's, he he came back uh, North Carolina game early mid December. Um, and and has really started to pick it up. He's he's averaging about four and a half blocks over the last five games, five or six games. So it kind of gives them something else in the middle that that they haven't had uh, previously this season. How do you pronounce his name? Lugana Onyenso. Go ahead, go ahead, Dad. Try to say that. Lugana Onyenso. No, you're not even close. All right, okay. uh, <laughs> talking with Ben. Or I couldn't say it either. Ben Roberts uh, with Lexington Herald. Ben, obviously. Uh, Kentucky, when they go on the road, uh, they're a show. They've been camping out at Auburn um, for this game, I think, all week. I think they did. Uh, they stayed out. Some of them stayed out there even when they were playing South Carolina. But that, yeah. but Kentucky's used to that environment. Coach Cal, they probably thrive in that environment. Uh, just, just talk. But this is a young team going in there. Auburn, I've never seen a team so different at home as opposed to what they are yeah. on the road. They looked awful uh, at Florida and then turned around against South Carolina, even Alabama. Everybody at home, they've just absolutely thrashed them. Just talk about how they match up with Auburn and, and going in there for f- this 5 o'clock game on Saturday. Yeah, I think it's going to be tough. Cal's been on this Kentucky team about, I mean, obviously anybody who's seen them knows they're, how offensively talented they are, but Cal's been on them. One, about their defense, obviously, and two, just about, you know, getting beat to 50-50 balls, not diving on the floor, not, um, you know, not playing as hard maybe as some other teams in the league. And from what I've seen of Auburn, uh, that, that's not – that had really been an issue with them. When I've watched them play, they, they've really gotten after it. Uh, obviously, they're a good defensive team, and, and they really get after those 50-50 balls and play with a lot of energy. So, you know, if Kentucky comes out and plays like they have in some of these other games, uh, that's going to be an issue, especially when you when you add the crowd factor into it um, and, and the way <laughs> it tends to get away from opposing teams as it did Wednesday night or when they go into that arena. So, you know, Kentucky's got to come out. They've got to find a way to match that energy. They got to hit some shots early, uh, and you know they're they're going to get some punches because that. I mean that uh, I haven't seen something quite like that Auburn team in the SEC in a few years. The way they they're playing ten guys and they're playing you know everybody a, a pretty good amount of minutes um, and can just at come home. at you with a lot of a lot of different players. Yeah. Um... 
Talk to us a little bit about John Calipari's contract. Uh, I guess he has a lifetime contract. If he wants to stay there and work, he makes, I don't know, correct me, a million dollars a year. His buyout uh, is the full contract, I believe, or it's in the 30-something million range there. What does his contract look like right now, Ben? Yeah, so he's in year five of a of a 10-year extension that he signed back in 2019. Um so after this year, it goes up to $9 million a year. If they wanted to buy him out at any point, uh, Kentucky would owe him 75% of the contract. So after this season, it would be about a little over $33 million. Um, and then he does have a clause, which after this season is the first time, and he only he can trigger it, though. So, you know, UK can't do it. it. It has to be him where he can uh, basically step down as coach and become a quote-unquote ambassador to the to the athletics department where he get paid a million dollars a year. Um, uh, you know, I, <laughs> people, I think people, some people around here think he might do that, but, uh, he's kind of pointed out in the past that why would you walk away from uh, $45 million to make five, especially when you still enjoy coaching and still want the challenge, which, which, uh, I think it's pretty clear he does. So, it's going to be inter- – I mean, obviously, Kentucky has not had the postseason success the last few years that they're used to, and, and especially the, that they enjoyed in the first several seasons under him. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how far they go in March and, uh, you know, kind of what – how everybody feels about the situation after that. But, I mean, we've seen – I mean, obviously, Texas A&M and, and Jimbo was a kind of an outlier. We, we've seen some other teams do some buyouts, but – but $33 million is an awful lot to to pay somebody not to coach when you know you got to turn around and pay the next coach eight or nine million. Yeah, right, man, there's no way John Calipari is going to uh, walk away from that contract. I mean, he's going to hold on if they fire him. I mean, that, that wouldn't even make sense, right, Ben? Yeah. How, I mean, is it... You know, I know how it gets around here. Uh, if Alabama loses the game, they don't care about you winning the SEC championship. You want they want you playing uh, in the Final Four. There, uh, how are the talk shows? Is is there a lot of he can handle it? I know. Uh, how is the heat there right now, on Coach Cal and the staff? Yeah, it's been odd this year. You know, last year they had such a rough season, started top five AP, and then you know, really right out of the gate, struggled. Um, ended up a six seed, lost in the second round. So nobody was happy about that. This season was a lot different. They come out, uh, they got a real exciting team, young team. Reed Shepard, Kentucky Mr. Basketball, comes on as a as a star, as a freshman. Then they go out and beat North Carolina. I mean, they were really rolling. Um, and everybody, <laughs> everybody loved Cal again around here. And then they hit that three-game losing streak at home. And, and the, the big loss, they lost by 17 in South Carolina which uh, at the time South Carolina wasn't ranked. Now we know they're, they're pretty good. Um, but everybody just, or not everybody, but a lot of people just kind of turned the other way and turned to 180 on them again. So, um, you know, going into Tuesday night's game against Ole Miss, it kind of felt like some points last season where, where it looked like it might be getting away from them. There was a point last season uh, where the Texas job was open when, when Chris Beard was, was let go and, uh, they lost to South Carolina, and somebody brought a sign to, to Rupp Arena that says, please go to Texas, Cal, please go to Texas. <laughs> um, and and it was kind of reaching that point again. So they really needed that win Tuesday night. Um, you know, not great for him, not great for the team that the next game on the schedule is this trip to Auburn, which I think is going to be the toughest game of the season. 
Um, but then, you know, I, I think if they can get past that, uh, they've got the LSU game on Tuesday and then, and then a big, big game against Alabama next weekend in Rump that I think, you know, you, there's no, I don't think there's really such thing as a must win in college basketball, especially for a team that's going to get to the tournament. But as far as, uh, as, as from a PR standpoint, that would be a game that would be really, really good for John Calabari to win next. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Well, they're at Tennessee for their final game, I think, which is, yeah. you know, Tennessee's already, that doesn't mean anything. They could come in and beat Tennessee. But uh, do you have any feel about uh, the number of teams, uh, where, where Kentucky would be, uh, the number of teams that would get in the NCAA? I've said, you know, there are seven teams that have losing records. But I get corrected each time by people telling me that you know, they won big games. Uh, quite one game, so maybe I'm wrong. Do uh, you have any idea about, any talk up there about the number that might get in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, I mean, right now it's it's nine. Uh, a lot of people are okay. projecting nine with Ole Miss kind of being one of those last ones. Okay. Um, and it looks like, I mean, I, I don't I don't there's a handful that are safely in right now, but but uh, yeah. I think there's eight right now that, that if the if the selection came out today, that they they'd be a shoe in. Okay. So you know it's going to be interesting how these last three and a half weeks play out. Um, obviously, a, a tough tough league this season where uh, upsets can happen, and I don't really know what it. <laughs> there's not there's not a such thing as an upset in a lot of these cases anymore because everybody's so good in the league right now. Um, but yeah, I I, I think uh, I think at least eight and, and possibly nine. Uh, ben, do you see anything happening at Louisville? Uh, that job opening, obviously, Alabama people think Nate Oates will be on a lot of people's radar, whether you will or you won't. Uh, I'm not really sure, but uh, obviously, Ohio State's open. Do you see this Louisville job uh, opening this year? Yeah, I mean, I think that's still the expectation. Uh, you know, Kenny's gotten a couple wins and, and has been – you know, been a little bit more competitive this season, but when you talk about the expectations at Louisville, I mean they're, you know, they're not quite Kentucky's level, but they're they're still really really high up there. When you got that kind of fan base and and those kind of facilities and that kind of history, um, you know, a, a couple more wins than, than last year isn't going to cut it, especially with what happened last season. So I, I know they're giving him. I I, I guess they're going to give him the rest of the season to assess, um, you know, what's going on. But unless they just really do something unexpected, I think the expectation for a lot of people around here is that that's going to be an open job this offseason. Yeah. Are they, uh, they, are they having or have they had a good recruiting year in basketball? Louisville? Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm sorry, Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah, yeah. Kentucky's, uh, Kentucky's uh, got number two recruiting class coming in uh, behind Duke, so... They got another Kentucky kid actually just set the uh, broke King Kelly Coleman's uh, decades-long scoring record in the state. Um, another little guard out from Western Kentucky uh, who who they really like, but they've got um, you know three, four guys from outside the state that are kind of back in that five-star range. So he's uh, you know I I don't it's not quite the level of this recruiting class that they had coming in this season. But it's another good one, and if he can get a couple guys back and maybe get a couple transfers in, I think they're going to be right back there. In the, Are these the big guys ever going to be, all three of them, ever going to be good enough to play and contribute? I know the one has gotten a lot better. I can't pronounce his name. But the other two, are they are they contributors ever? Yeah, I mean, you know, Bradshaw, 
really came out on fire after he came back from his in- injury, and it's, it's just been pretty inconsistent since then. And then Vladimir Ivicic, um, <laughs> you know, had a had an absolutely unbelievable debut against Georgia a few weeks ago and has kind of disappeared since then. And, and the coaches have said basically he's he's so far behind defensively and has missed so much practice time that, um, you know, I, 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 I guess they're always optimistic, but I don't think they're expecting him to be a, a huge, huge contributor down the stretch. So, you know, I think for right now they, they want to try and keep Trey Mitchell healthy and they want to get minutes for Onienso and see if they can kind of get, get Bradshaw sparked again and anything that Avisic gives them, I think is going to be uh, just going to be a bonus at this point. Uh, ben, before we let you go, um, on the outside looking in, uh, I actually saw Nate the other day. I was like, what you've done uh, this season is pretty remarkable. I mean, they were down to three players. Uh, some guys left uh, on their own. Some guys, maybe they got out. Uh, Quinterly goes. They had a kid go to um, – Arizona, they got uh, two guys drafted in the first round. But for those guys to be back in first place uh, here uh, in the SEC, that's probably frustrating to Kentucky fans, right? That they were down to three guys and now they're back here <laughs> leading the conference. Uh, I don't think that, they know it. Huh? I don't think it bothers them at all. You don't, ben, that's got to <laughs> bother Kentucky fans, right? Am I wrong about that? Um, I think uh, I, you know. I don't know that it bothers them that it's, that it's Alabama necessarily, but I, it bothers them that they're sitting what tied for fifth in the SEC right now with with four or five other teams ahead of them. Um, especially you know not winning SEC titles, not winning SEC tournament titles the past few years. You know that's always been what Kentucky does, and then you know it, it's kind of a we'll see when it gets to to the NCAA tournament. But Kentucky's always been dominant in the SEC and. You know, the league's changing, and, and other teams, and it's not just one team. You know, there was that stretch where, where it was Florida quite a bit. But right now, it's not just one team. You got Alabama, you got Tennessee, you got Auburn. Uh, Florida's coming back some. Texas A&M was really good last season. South Carolina's really good this season. So I, I think I, I think not having that dominance over the league uh, is, a, is a little bit bothersome at this point. When was the last sure, time Kentucky won the SEC? They won the regular season title in 1920. Uh, the year that the the tournament was canceled because of COVID, twenty twenty, the twenty twenty, yeah, yeah. the twenty twenty uh, regular season. But they they it's been a few years since they won um, an SEC tournament. Uh, yeah. You'd have to go back another another year or so to to find that one. Yeah. So anyway, well, Ben, we appreciate it. Are you Thanks, not, Ben. Are you, appreciate are you it. Coming over to Auburn uh, this weekend. Yep, I'll be driving down there uh, a little bit later today. Right, looking, well, looking forward to it. Go there and think you're having a cookout tonight for the people in line. So go over and get you some free food, uh, Ben. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds tra- good. Safe travels. Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks a uh, lot, guys. Why are you laughing when I said the Kentucky people are upset about Alabama? Because I think I think I think it's not just Alabama. It's it's the SEC. Period. They don't go. They don't go say, "Oh, it's Alabama." There's only one game difference. <laughs> Silly me. They worry about. You know, Kentucky not being as good in the in the twelve team, fourteen team league as they have been. I think that's what they worry about personally. Well, I mean, I just think they look it out and say, "Why? Well, why is Alabama up there? They lost everybody, and we're sitting here uh, with the best recruiting class." I don't. Uh, maybe they don't look at it like that, but uh, you know they're not happy uh, no. for sure. Uh, no, so. they're not happy, and they're they're not going to have the kind of team this year that I've never seen. You know, when when I was there. Or, 
with other coaches there. Kentucky is never quite like this. Yeah, they just when don't have up, a... When you give up those kind of points that they've given up that Dave mentioned yesterday, and uh, they just don't uh, seem to be playing quite as hard. And for whatever reason, the crowd is not uh, spirit of moment. I think Alabama's got a great chance to beat them. I don't know, I don't know that they will. I think Alabama's got a great chance to beat them uh, when they play them because I like think that, I, and I certainly think Auburn will beat them uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, so that would put them uh, if they lose tomorrow, they'd be seven and five in the conference. Uh, Auburn would go to ten and three. Uh, there. So we'll see. All right, Royal Cleaners, they want to make your life easy. They'll come right to you, pick up all your cleaning, get it cleaned up, deliver it right back. If you want to drop off Universal Boulevard, Bridge Avenue, North Porter, 4851 Rice Mine Road. As it starts to uh, warm up a little bit, everybody's getting that golf stuff out, those beautiful golf shirts. You don't want to send those to the cleaners. Let, I mean, you don't want to laundry those. Let the cleaners do those for you. Uh, give them a call today, 205 391 Zero zero three four eight phone lines will be open two zero five three four two nine nine zero four. Olivia uh, will join us here uh, at the top of the hour. We got one more break, uh, and then we'll get Olivia and talk about the Bryant Museum. You listen to Tide one hundred point nine twelve thirty a.m. WTBC, the home of Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. The word is much better from our big problem of the morning. Eastbound 2059 at the University Boulevard exit in Cottondale. All lanes back open, no remaining backup through the area. So much better news now for this Friday morning. Obviously, this does affect traffic traveling from Tuscaloosa to Birmingham. But again, all lanes back open and no remaining backup through the area. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Sponsored by the Alabama Department of Human Resources, the Department of Justice, ADECA Grant Number 18, VA, VS, 050, the ABA, and this station. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet Nissan is your number one dealer, and they'll beat any written offer or pay you $1,000. Keeping you number one keeps Townsend Nissan number one. See dealer for details. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. 
Another spring-like day today with a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 69. Becoming cloudy tonight, the chance of a few scattered rain showers and turning colder after midnight, the low 36. Tomorrow, cold and breezy, the sky mostly cloudy, the high 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. A national championship team covering a national championship team. The best sports talk in the state. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. tomorrow's slate uh, SEC games. I, I would think Vegas has a hard time uh, with these games. Usually Vegas is right on it, but like with Auburn, uh, you know, they play so well at home, but they don't want to put the line too high. I mean, they end up winning about 40, uh, and the line was like 11 and a half. But the first game right on ESPN, uh, it'll be right after game day. I know game day will be down in Auburn, but that Texas A&M, uh, in Alabama, 12 o'clock game, Florida uh, takes on Georgia. They travel to Georgia. 1 o'clock, ESPNU, Arkansas uh, goes over to Mississippi State. Uh, must win for Mississippi State uh, there. LSU travels to South Carolina. We'll see if South Carolina can get back to the winning ways. Vandy travels to Tennessee, obviously, at 5 o'clock, Kentucky at Auburn. And then the nightcap will be Missouri at Ole Miss. Um, not a ton of great games. Any any particular game there catch your eye uh, tomorrow? Oh, not really. I think Florida. Uh, Florida went kind of went south against the LSU. I felt like the other night, uh, in the second half. Uh, so that maybe 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 uh, that that game will be of interest. Can you hear me? Not as well. Uh, yeah, that, that should okay. be. Um, now, what do you think the line will be in that Kentucky game, guys? I don't know how you write a line for the when you're at Auburn. Uh, I think I think Auburn will be the favorite. Oh, yeah, obviously, Auburn's going to be the favorite. But I mean, will it be? Okay. I would know? I would say Auburn would be the, the favorite by four, five. Oh my, people will murder that uh, picking Auburn. I think. Uh, Okay, yeah. maybe, maybe you're, you're you're thinking about double digits or something. I don't, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't. If I were Vegas, that would be. I I wouldn't know how to handicap a game at Auburn. They just blow people out uh, there. Now it may not happen, uh, but you know, I mean, people are laughing. And I think the line was 11 with South Carolina. They went about 40. Everybody thought they were going to crush South Carolina, and they let did. Me, let me try to do my best. Doug Bell impression here, Coach. <laughs> oh, man, you better, you better take a nap then. Uh, Let's hear Doug. Auburn, nine and a half, they cover. <laughs> you think the line's going to be nine and a half? That's where I, I think I would put it at, maybe. And you think and you would pick Auburn to cover the nine and a half? Uh, I, I would take Kentucky. You would? Mm-hmm. Based on? Oh, based on them trying to get themselves ready to play and understanding how good Auburn's going to be there. Uh, I, I, uh, it's not based on Auburn's on Kentucky's defense. Uh, I, I think Auburn has a tendency sometimes not to shoot it quite as well as we think. Uh, when they go on the road, they they get lost. And I think the home court advantage has something to do with that, personally. But they're not playing on the road. Yeah, right? they're playing at home. Uh, yeah, if their game was on the road, I... I'd pick anybody against Auburn on the road, but at home, wow. All right, we want to thank Yellowwood, pressure-treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, 
you don't want. We'll take this top of the hour break. We'll get Olivia Arnold in. We'll talk about uh, what's going on at the Bryant Museum today and uh, the addition of the basketball portion there. We'll talk to her about that. You listen to Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC. It's the home of Alabama sports. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road. Now we need your help to make sure we're safe, too. Alabama's Move Over Law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights. Virtual interviews all from your employer dashboard. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the... And, and chapters from the University of Alabama National Panhellenic Council and post-game team poster signings. To get your tickets, head over to RollTide.com now. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265C. Tuscaloosa, a Town Square media station, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Kevin Wyatt. All eyes on Iowa City Thursday night as Hawkeye superstar Caitlin Clark set the all-time scoring record for women's college basketball. She broke Kelsey Plum's mark with a three-pointer. From the logo, she would score 49 points on the evening, which is a school record for a single game. And the Hawkeyes beat Michigan 106-89. Clark, for her part, has 3,569 points for her career with over a month of basketball still to go. In the NBA, Warriors hold off the Jazz 140-127. Colin Sexton's three-point attempt at the buzzer rattled in and out. Klay Thompson came off the bench for the first time since his rookie season and scored 35 points. Bucks fall to the Grizzlies 113-110 as Doc Rivers now 3-7 as Milwaukee's head coach and Timberwolves scorch the Trailblazers 128-91. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Andrew Kniffer help us kick off this 8 o'clock hour. Andrew's my all-state insurance agent. Let Andrew 
become yours. I did 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. Don't just pay your bill. Know exactly what you're paying and what you got. Let Andrew and his staff run the numbers for you. Give them a call today, 205-722-9201. Andrew Conifer, Allstate Insurance. All right, we'll get to the Andrew Conifer hotline. She's with over with the Bryant Museum, which I believe will open today at uh, – Nine o'clock, and they got some exciting things going on over there for basketball. Olivia Arnold. Good morning, Olivia. How are you? Morning, Olivia. Good morning. I'm good. How are y'all? We're good. It's a big day for uh, Bama basketball at the Bryant Museum. Tell us what's happening. So uh, there's a misconception about the Bryant Museum that it is just about Coach Bryant during his football career here at the University of Alabama. But the museum is actually about all sports because, as uh, of course, Coach knows, uh, Coach Bryant was the uh, athletic director when he was here at the University of Alabama. And we really want to put a focus on other sports that have had so much success other than just football. So we decided this year that we really wanted to focus on basketball. I mean, there's such a, a, a great you know, program history and they're having a lot of success right now. And so we really wanted to draw some attention to the the history of the program. Yeah. Yep. Well, uh, certainly I think a lot of people who are, you know, basketball minded and there are a lot of them, um, appreciate what you've done. I know you worked awfully hard to, to really try and get this thing uh, the way you want it. And, um, I, I know people are excited about, it. I know I am, I'm going to go by and look at it in the morning. Um, uh, tell our listeners, uh, the, the work that you did. I know the only, the only thing I, and this is not being critical. This is the only thing I, I think we, we need to get as much Johnny D in there as we can. But, uh, I think you've done a terrific job on, on really planning and studying it. You, you're, 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 you're quite amazing to me, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, coach. I appreciate that. So what I did, of course, the first person that came to mind when I decided that I wanted to do the uh, the basketball exhibit was you, of course. Uh, I grew up, uh, you know, hearing your name and seeing you coach and everything. So for me, uh, you've always been a huge part of basketball here at the University of Alabama. So... I wanted to make sure that we highlighted you, but then there were, you know, there's so many coaches that have had so much success here. So what we ended up doing is we chose the the five coaches in Alabama basketball history that have won the SEC regular season. And there's five, um, Hank Chris, Sam Newton, of course, you coach uh, Sanderson, uh, Nate Oates, and Mark Godfrey. Right. But we didn't want to leave anybody out. So at the top of the exhibit, we have listed every single coach who has ever been the head coach here at the University of Alabama for the basketball program. Okay. All right. Uh, you, all, you guys, I guess, also honored 1,000-point uh, scorers, right? Uh, there's several that have scored 1,000 points, which is a huge honor. So that they have a plaque there with all those uh, guys listed as well, don't they, Olivia? We do, yes, and I don't remember the exact number, but anybody who was here and scored a 1,000 points or more, we wanted to make sure that they were recognized because, you know, if you score a 1,000 points or more, that means you've had several years of dedication to the program, and we really wanted to make sure that we were honoring those who showed a a huge level of commitment to the program. Uh, Because we highlighted that, though, there is 
uh, one coach that is mentioned on the exhibit twice, and that's Mark Godfrey because he was here as a player and a coach. Sure. Uh, talk about, uh, tell a listener when the museum opens, when they can come in and see what all you guys have done. I guess that starts uh, today, correct? And there will be a lot of people obviously in town tomorrow with all uh, the events going on with baseball and basketball and softball. So just tell uh, the listener when the uh, museum will be open. So we are open every day of the week except for Mondays. Uh, We're open from 9 to 4, admissions $5 for adults, uh, $3 for children, kindergarten through 12th grade, and, you know, 6 and under are free. Um, But, yeah, we decided that this was a great opportunity to open the exhibit. We didn't open it, you know, at the very beginning of the season because this year or this weekend is when they're going to be honoring the Elite Eight team and they're doing throwback uniforms. And there was just no better time to premiere this exhibit than this weekend when there's so much Uh, attention focused on the history of the program. So we really wanted to make sure that we were incorporating what's going on currently with what we're doing here at the museum. Did you check those pockets of that plaid coat that you got in that case? Ain't no telling what might be in those pockets, uh, Olivia. Did you clean out the pockets? It won't be money. (laughs) Well, (laughs) might be a check in there or something. Might be a check in there for me or something. You need to look in there, Olivia. But uh, you know, I did not. I did not check those pockets. But uh, I may go over there and 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 check see if there's a a roll of bills or something yeah, in there for yeah, me. Yeah, maybe some cash. Dad, you didn't leave any cash in there. You didn't have. No, I, I tried to give her the sport coat we decided on. She came by some time ago and uh, talked about going to do that. I don't I don't know how many months ago it was, but you know, quite quite a while ago, and we visited and um, took her one. I can't remember how we did it, but anyway, we gave her one I thought was okay, and uh, so. And I looked at it uh, uh, on a picture that they did, and I thought she just did a terrific job, I'm sure, with all the coaches. I'm particularly interested in see what she did with mine, naturally. But uh, I can't thank her enough for that because it means, you know, I think sometimes we we get in museums and Hall of Fame stuff, and, you know, I know that I've got grandkids who've never even been to the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame to see anything. So um, they baseball and basketball and so forth there. So... I would encourage every every chance you you can to to get some publicity to do so because you do a great job. Well, I appreciate it, and I will say you know, I've been here at the museum for more than twenty years, and the the greatest honor and my favorite part of the job is getting to know the players and the the coaches that are part of this historic program and getting the opportunity to come and visit with you and been the better part of a, a day with you was just you know such an honor and of course you know we've kept in touch and you know keeping track of you which you're kind of hard to keep track of because you're constantly going yeah. well, well when he shows up tomorrow olivia make sure he pays his five dollars i'll pay my five dollars <laughs> no absolutely not yes. he is uh, he is 10. a vip <laughs> well so <laughs> So people who played or coached for Coach Bryant, actually, uh, they have free lifetime admission here to the sure. museum. They are our VIPs, right. and they are they are why we are here. And that is, you know, our job is to preserve their legacy. Wow. So we 
Certainly. Coach has a free lifetime admission here to the museum. Uh, well, I want to thank you for what you've done, and thank you for being on this morning. And you did such a great job in presenting what you all have done. And uh, I can't be more pleased than to have a small part of being able to walk in there with my grandkids. One of these days, I, I don't. my grandkids are all scattered, but... Uh, Anyway, thank you so much, and I look. If you need, you're welcome. Uh, if you need any more publicity as far as any other sport, baseball, got the grandson plays baseball. But if you need any, anything, any help with, let me know. I was there when when Happy Campbell was the ba- was the baseball coach. Oh yeah, like, oh. yeah, that's a familiar name. Yeah. Uh, all right, thank you, ma'am. Thank you, Olivia. Appreciate all right. It. Thank you. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. There's Olivia Arnold at the Bright Museum. Uh, So it opens up at 9. Take your $5 in there. Uh, I will. uh, Justin, if you go with him, make sure he gets you in free, but let him pay the $5. Uh, So you can um, go in there and see. But, uh, yeah, so Michael Southern, I guess, uh, has been in there or something. He sent us some pictures of it. And Uh, I wanted to mention also the but Michael sold a bunch of books that I have, a pile of them. I got a guy that's messed me wanting a book. I got to send y'all the address on a book. Too. We uh, we've sold a, a a pile of them. The book is really well written. Not not because, but as I told you, the person that passed away, uh, we helped, we, and we didn't get it out to all the different areas in the state of Alabama because of his passing and me not knowing how to do it. But uh, it's absolutely you can contact Michael Southern, and uh, he is kind of run it for me but it, it's a terrific book so anyway yeah, i got one somebody that uh listens to the show wants a book that's cool. and he said well, i'll pay i said i'll tell you what we'll get the book to you you read if you like it you can pay uh, okay. so, uh he all laughed right. all right uh we'll take the break here we get back my main man coach sonny smith will join us i want to tell you about tuscaloosa toyota before we get to break though tuscaloosa toyota.com is a place to go you can look at all the New inventory, the used inventory right there on the website. Man, the 2024s are in or they are coming. They will tell you exactly what is coming to the lot. People are bragging about this Grand Highlander. That's the hot new SUV out there at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You got Justin David DeSantis out there ready to help you out. Swing by Skyland Boulevard or go to the website, TuscaloosaToyota.com. This is Tide 100.9, 1230 AM, WTBC. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Towns and Nissan Traffic Center. If you're traveling along 2059 from the I-359 interchange out to Skyland Boulevard, expect an eight-minute drive both directions there. Eastbound 82 from Airport Road down to Jack Warner. We do have some backup to contend with, about a 14-minute drive between those points. But the main thing is no major accident spots brewing, at least for the moment. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at yellow. Just minutes away at Birmingham Racecourse Casino, where you can be a winner too. Birmingham Racecourse Casino, off I-459, exit 31, Derby Parkway. Must be 21 or older. 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Another spring-like day today with a mixture of clouds and sunshine, the high 69. Becoming cloudy tonight, the chance of a few scattered rain showers and turning colder after midnight, the low 36. Tomorrow, cold and breezy, the sky mostly cloudy, the high 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry. Only on Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. for the weekend. We always know when we get uh, Coach Sonny Smith and we're getting close to the weekend because he joins us every Friday at uh, 8.15. We're just about every Friday uh, 8.15. So we get to the Yellowwood Hotline and get Coach in. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Good Good morning. Hey, you guys. Uh, We're okay. Uh, Y'all were very kind to my old school South Carolina the other night, Coach. 40? Been about 40. I don't know how much we beat them, but I will tell you this, Wimp, uh, Barry, they're pretty good. <laughs> they they got a they they did not play that night. Auburn was hot, hotter than a firecracker, and knocking down everything and really playing good defense. But that South Carolina team's a good team, and I wouldn't want to play them at home at their place at all because they they're pretty good. Yeah, and you, you only you don't need to play team. anybody on the road. Bad as y'all are no. bad on the road, Coach. Yeah, we're bad. I think everybody's bad on the road. The reason <laughs> not bad is y'all. <laughs> y'all are pretty you bad. Think we're pretty, <laughs> <laughs> we don't go on the road. Who, who beat us? I can't remember. Yeah, Florida. This is, a, this is I can't remember question. Huh? <laughs> Florida didn't. Y'all didn't play against Florida at all. You just stood around. What's wrong with y'all? I never, I, I never observed the game that closely to see uh, how we're oh. doing. But I will tell you this: we play better at home with Hill Road. I know that's a shocking statement. Yeah. I know that's a shocking statement. Everybody's going to say, "Well, I don't know about that." Yeah. Auburn is very good uh, if they're shooting the ball, and I say that because they play two teams, and you, it's pretty much ten, ten guys that they play, and. If all of them are hitting, you might as well sack the bats. The game's over. But if, if they, a lot of times they, they don't shoot too well as well, the second group would play. They don't, they don't play as a group, but there's 10 or 11 guys play about the same amount of minutes. Yeah, well, they've helped morale, I think, by playing that many guys, and they have to get by with it. The big Your big kid has really played a lot better. Uh, I think uh, he played well against Alabama. I think he's, I think he's gotten them be- better as the season's gone along, Sonny. I think he realized that uh, he had to have a little variety to his game and not be able to just lay it in around the basket, beat him down the floor on the break. He's got to step out to the top of the key and make shots, and he's he's getting pretty confident in doing that. And so he becomes a different weapon when he can step out to the perimeter and knock down a two or a three, and he's made a couple of threes recently. So uh, that that has a tendency to make you to fire it more, but he's uh, his game has improved because of the fact that he stepped away from the basket and shooting longer shots, and and now they're going in, and he runs the floor really well, so he gets some on the break, and I can see him getting a shot to go to the NBA. I don't know if he can hang, 
But uh, the way he has stepped up with a perimeter game as well as an inside game, I think he has a shot now. Talk about uh, the game tomorrow. I think game day's there. They've been camping out uh, for a while for this Kentucky team. That's uh, It's not a vintage Kentucky team. It's a young team, but capable, obviously, of coming uh, and winning uh, there. But just talk about the excitement uh, with everything there this weekend. you got baseball starting up uh, in Kentucky, Auburn, uh, with them camping out there. Talk about the game. Yeah, yeah. I saw, camp, saw campsites yesterday. It's uh it's uh, basketball is at an all-time level from the standpoint of uh, of interest. You can't get a ticket. Uh, people that used to never come to games are now coming. And uh, Bruce Pearl's done a selling job by winning, and uh, he does a good job with the community also. And so does he, so does his staff. Uh, I would say, I, you know, it sounds like you don't know, uh, but. Auburn's arena is tough to play in. And I think it's because of the, how close they are to the floor and, and how loud the students get. They get great student uh, interest, and, and it's, uh, they can't get a ticket a lot of the students gain, and, boy, they go crazy when they do. So the home court advantage at Auburn has gotten better this year. Yeah, I saw uh, you had Bo Jackson, Hugh Freeze in the student section against South Carolina, Coach. Uh, so you got yeah. uh, a lot of a lot of famous people over there. Well, uh, Bo, I hadn't seen Bo at many games, but they said he was there the other night. Uh, and he, uh, I, I tell you what, he'll draw a few with him just to kind of let, let him know Bo's coming so he gets a chance to look at him. <laughs> That's right. That. <laughs> well, anything, anything on, uh, on NASCAR that we need to tell our listeners about? Well, it's Daytona time. If you're a NASCAR fan, if you're a, like a mediocre NASCAR fan and you want to try to create interest, this is the week to watch it because the Daytona 500 is this week. And uh, and they have lead-up races. They had one last night. And uh, my advice is I don't have to advise the people that love NASCAR. But if you're, if you're on the fence on NASCAR, if you want to get – uh, a real uh, idea of what it's like. Watch the Daytona 500, and and th- there's more interest in that race probably than any on the circuit. There used to be one at Darlington had about the same amount of interest. But uh, NASCAR racing is extremely popular in in the state of Florida and also in Daytona. Coach, they got uh, the Bryant Museum uh, here. They're opening up a basketball section uh, today at 9 o'clock. We just had Olivia uh, Arnold on. Uh, they've got a case of Dad's jacket, but she said he has VIP status to get in anytime he wants for free. So if you want to go in there and check out the uh, museum, you need to go with him so you can get in. Get in so I, I, would get, I would get charged otherwise. Probably double up on it. <laughs> Five dollars to get in, so you go <laughs> the line is the line is longer. People people can't find that place, which is he's trying to sell his book. Did you do you believe he wrote that book? Or somebody else write that book. I uh, wrote that I, book. Uh, I, I got to look at it and see if the spelling's correct before I make a statement on that. Yeah. I'd say incorrect uh, spelling. I, he I, wrote it. How's uh, how's Jan doing? Uh, well. Not good. I guess you should say it that way. Mm-hmm. We, we're having. We're, we're, she's she's not doing well. No, not well. Well, I'm sure. Sorry. I appreciate you taking time to be on. I know it's a. 
Are you still trying to go to the home games and do the games? Yeah, the I do home games only. I don't I don't do anything else. And I get there I get there about thirty minutes before we go home and leave quickly, but I used to hang around, you know, and see everybody. Yeah. Auburn Auburn basketball is really at a high from a standpoint of interest and people wanting to get tickets. And, yeah. and I don't know if it's this team that has that kind of or just the success that they've had over the years. And uh, they they do a good job of selling basketball out in the community for this, uh, with his assistants, uh, Bruce's assistants and, and him. And uh, it keeps basketball on a high, even when it's not totally winning everything. They still have basketball, have great interest in it here. But higher than I think it's ever been. Yeah. How are you treating the officials over there when you're calling those games? Are you, you know, are you being you know, fair to them? No. Barry, I, I, I never have been, but I haven't had a, I haven't had a chance to really say, boy, that guy was awful. Boy, that guy, was, <laughs> I, I hadn't had one of those. When you're up 40, there ain't nothing to complain about. Well, that may be the reasoning, but I really, I was talking on another show, and I said, I haven't had a real reason to get on officials this year because they seem to be better. But, of course, when Auburn's winning like they are, especially at home, you know, you don't usually get on the officials that much. But I think the officiating has gotten better, or else the players will overcome bad officiating. I don't know what you did. I think it's because you're winning. I think if... Y'all start losing at home, you'll go back to the old Sonny Smith. And you'll, oh, you'll be I all think over the officials. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, you know, Andy a- Andy doesn't like you to get on officials. And, and that, that's probably, <laughs> he's, he's, he's professional. You know, I'm, I'm semi. <laughs> uh, they need to fire you then. He's yeah, they they could they can fire me, they can't fire Andy. If he doesn't want you to get on officials, you're not listening. Uh <laughs> no, no anybody that I've worked with that did Auburn games didn't want you to get on officials. So I I pretty much forgot about that part. Yes. And you know what? I think and I may be wrong about this. I think we've had less things to quarrel about or get it, get torn up about this year than we ever have. Have they gotten better? Maybe they have. Hmm. There you go. You just said something positive about officials. So, uh, well, yeah, I, I tell you, there has been, has been very little uh, controversial type things that happen, bad calls, but Auburn playing at home is generally ahead, you know, and uh, they, they don't have those calls to get, turn the game around all that much. But now do they do that on the road, though. They have some of that. Yeah. Well, Coach, uh, should be a fun game tomorrow. Game day's uh, there. So Seth Greenberg will be running around. You get to rub elbows with him and Jay Billis and all those guys. But uh, 5 o'clock tip, we'll be watching and see if the Tigers can I, blow them out again. I'm only going to speak to them if they can remember my name. If they come up and say, <laughs> Sonny, I'm going to speak to them. They all know your name. <laughs> For sure. All right, bud. All right. All right. Thank you. Good to talk to you, Joe. See you, Billy. Uh, Okay, buddy. Oh, boy. If they're telling him not to get on the officials, he's not listening. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. But when you're up 40, like, is there anything really to complain about the officials? I don't know the officials when I'm winning as big as they are. And he can't can't afford to. The guy he's with doesn't like to talk about them, so you're dead. (laughs) He doesn't like to talk about the officials? Oh. 
Well, Coach ain't listening because whenever I listen to him, he is not kind to the officials. So, all right, uh, let's tell him about uh, Bob Prince and Prince Clever and Hayes. And then you saw your little gambling bill passed. It's going to get on the ballot. Uh, huh? So, it did? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to be voted on. Now, at least it's going to make it to a vote. Uh, so, isn't that right, Justin? I'm not dreaming that, Emma. Yeah, it's going to the Alabama Senate, and they're yeah. going to vote to put it on the ballot. Yes. Yeah, so really? It, it jumped the first. Jumped the first hurdle. It, uh, well, I've, I've had a lot of people be. I've said there are people that are negative towards it. There's you, some you, you, some bozos that voted against it, but most they had they uh, had a pretty good uh, turnout. I mean, a pretty good vote uh, for it uh, yesterday. I think. Uh, I can't remember how many Republicans voted against it, uh, but there were a few. But uh, more voted for it than against it, so we'll see. Uh, give us a call about okay, that. Okay, Prince Glover and Hayes, uh, outstanding attorneys that uh, we talk about each and every day. Um, they're the people that can help you if you have a accident, and the accident should not have occurred, or if somebody is coming after you and want to consider it an accident when it's really not. Uh, things like that that you get confused about. The law is difficult to understand, and we've got lawyers who know exactly what to do. They've been down through this thing a long time. They're at 345-1234, Prince Glover and Hayes. And Prince Glover and Hayes are the kind of guys who will represent you in the right way. After a visit with them on the telephone, go by 701 Rice Pine Road, visit with them in person. Uh, they'll represent you in a way that will be uh, very, very acceptable to you. And hopefully the confusion that you have, both mentally and physically, uh, will get better. Prince Glover and Hayes, 345-1234. PrinceLaw.net is the website. I always remember, if they don't win, you don't pay. Let's tied 100.9-1230 AM WTBC is the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. My caretaker was very rough with me. I thought they did it because I wasn't moving fast enough. Elder abuse is a crime, and together we can stop it. If you or someone you know has been abused, neglected, or exploited, call the Adult Abuse Hotline at 1-800-458-7214. That's 1-800-458-7214. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. This report is sponsored by Think It Up. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. The Alabama Securities Commission protects you from financial fraud anywhere. Anyone asking you for investment money must be licensed. You're careful with your money. Fraudsters aren't. Before you invest, call our hotline at 1-800-222-1253 to verify the licensing of the person making an offer and the product. Don't lose your hard-earned money. Learn to protect yourself at asc.alabama.gov. Paid for by the Investor Protection Trust and brought to you by the Alabama Broadcasters Association and this station. Roll Tide. The best sports talk, period. Your home. For Alabama Sports, Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I was just combing X. Uh, Dr. Rick, uh, uh, Dr. Rick lower slash two, he has a <laughs> funny thing on X to me. He says, Coach Saban made a thousands of great decisions for the Tide, but nobody is perfect. In your opinion, what was his worst call at Alabama? Uh, you know, some people are they're having fun with it. Saying retirement, uh, kick six, uh, hiring Pete Golden and Tosh Lapoy, uh, <laughs> leaving Tua in against Mississippi State. Uh, let's get to the Yellowwood hotline. Let's put Cowboy on the spot. All right, Cowboy, what was one of the worst decisions that Coach Saban ever I can, made? I can name that one. I would say not play, not not ever playing the backup quarterback. It would be one of the worst. <laughs> he never not been. going not going for two against LSU. Not going for two against LSU Cowboy. I say not playing ever playing the backup quarterback at all to get him any experience. Cowboy, you got to we've we've bragged on coach all the time. Did he do anything wrong uh, in his tenure here? I guess I guess I wouldn't have argued for that one second at Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> that kicks, yeah, that led to the kick six. The worst thing he did was retired on January tenth. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people say that too. Uh, I'd like for people to call us. I thought that was interesting too. If I three four two nine nine zero four, maybe he took the Ferrari out when it was raining. Uh, maybe that was a bad decision. Hey, hey, cowboy, where's Bryce? Um, I I don't know, but I think he uh. Gotten hooked on Drew DeArmond, from what I can tell. I'm trying well, to get good. back, but uh, I don't know. No, we lost Bryce as a listener. Yeah. He, he, he Drew DeArmond. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm going to tell him he's got to give y'all a ceremonial. No, that's okay. I just wondered where he was. We thought maybe he went to Lashes and got sick on their food or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, bro. Bro. I don't know what's wrong with him. He, he kept hearing I, Dad sigh whenever he called, so he's like he didn't like yeah, the way he was I being think retreated. He thought Dad was getting tired of him calling. Yeah, so he him. ran him off. No, oh, I didn't run him off. I, I, well, you, I, you just you, you get along with your dad. You just got to be thick skin. If yeah, you, you can't be sick. Don't work. Don't worry about it. Just go on the next play. That's you know? right. I'm that. I'm that, I'm that mean. The, yeah, you were you no, were mean right. to Bryce. You were mean oh, to Bryce. Well, Bryce, let me apologize to you. Call back once, Bryce is not call back once a year. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> tell Drew I've, I've to tell known, him. I've known Coach ever since I saw a basketball go in the hole. Yeah, just, yeah, just tell Bryce call back once every couple yeah. of years. Yeah. I think the first Alabama star I remember was Alan House. Yeah, great <laughs> day in the morning. I worked my fanny off on Allen House. Last time I saw him, Allen had really blown up. But when he, they came back for that that big reunion, I gave he and his wife my two tickets because I I wanted him to be able to sit down there because he he gained so much weight, and I hope he's still <laughs> still with us. Where's he? Where was he from, Coach? I he was he was played at Inslee, and he he had a yeah. I had a knockdown drag out with Auburn to get him, and I mean I mean a a booger bag. His mother cared a lot about me, and I only got him through. The, well, his dad was okay too, but uh, I had to write a letter, fake letter to him or something. I don't remember what I did, but we got hey, him. Cowboy, I, I saw this morning uh, on Sports Center that a guy's predicting that Derrick Henry will be going to the Dallas Cowboys. Are you hearing that? Really? 
You hearing that? Couple? I can see that. Henry, Henry works out in Dallas and has a house out here. I, I, really? I think that's where he wants to go. Yeah. If yeah. I was Dallas, I'd get on board for a year at least, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'd be he he'd be better than uh, Pollard, that's for sure. Yeah, we'll see. Um, hey Barry, how'd your team do? Uh, we uh, lost to Lena uh, in the first round. Up, we got to go up there. We ended up uh, finishing twenty four and six. Uh, so we had a good year. Hey. Um, you know, at the end of the year, we didn't play great defensively at the end of the year, but. Uh, so it was a good first year. Twenty four and six was a good first year, but we got uh I think we got six of my top nine guys back. So hopefully we'll have a good good season again next year if they'll have yeah. me if they'll have me that, back. So that Helena bunch gets a lot of kids that some of the parents aren't crazy about the Hoover school system and they're living in Helena now. That, yeah, that they program, actually I think, uh, better. beat Benjamin Russell yesterday, so they're playing Macador in the final eight, uh, I think Tuesday of next week. So we actually beat Helena twice, but lost to them when it mattered the most. So, uh, over oh, there. gosh, that's anyway. that proverbial, uh, like yeah. the SEC tournament. You play somebody, you beat them twice, and <laughs> yeah. you got to play them. That yeah, I wish I hadn't time. played them at all. Uh, you know, when it, and if I'd have known I was crossing over with them, I wouldn't have, but, uh, yeah. I inherited that schedule. So anyway. Well, coach, you, you know, you, you got to learn a little bit the first year. Now you, now you're ready for next year. There you go. You got it down. There you go. How's your, how's your son's baseball team doing? Well, unfortunately, uh, they haven't started yet, but he's got a little injury to his, nothing surgical that's going to have to be done, but, uh, it happened during basketball. We didn't know and found out until a couple of days ago. He's got a little uh, fracture, non-displaced fracture in his left elbow. So I got to go uh, take him up to Birmingham Monday and see what that means as far as how long he's going to be out. So uh, oh, well, unfor- that's, unfortunate, that's, yeah. So that's Doctor Andrews' specialty elbows, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so we'll be up there and. See those guys, and uh, they, they don't think it's going to require any surgery or anything like that, just time to heal a, a non-displaced fracture. So, uh, But the timing of it, uh, I worried all year about him playing basketball. Something happened. I thought we got all the way through the season, and he don't even mm. know when it happened. Uh, Dr. Loventhal was telling me, he's like, that must be one tough kid uh, to do that to his elbow and not even know it uh, and complain about it. So... Hopefully, uh, we'll get some good news at the doctor next week. Maybe he won't be out too long, but uh, it's a little bit of a setback right now. So, well, we sure hope that. One last question: uh, This Alabama basketball schedule to end the year, coach. Do you see any pitfalls? Or a lot of people think they're going to win the league because they got. I think if they have a good chance to win the league, there always pitfalls. They have, they have, uh, you know, they have Florida twice. Um, Florida's a little bit up and down, maybe a little bit better than I thought. They have them twice. Um, they have they have to go to Kentucky, uh, and, and I'm sure I'd be scared to death if I was going. But I think if you have a chance to beat Kentucky at Kentucky, this is a chance you might could take advantage of. They're not playing as well, uh, and then they go to Ole Miss in a game that you have to be ready to play. Uh, if you're not ready to play because you think it's Ole Miss, you, you could be trouble there mentally, but I don't think so. Uh, Auburn's beating them twice. Doesn't mean anything. And then they have the the one big home game against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee is, uh, I don't know what Tennessee's capable of coming in and beating Alabama in, in Tuscaloosa. 
Alabama continues to play the way they've played offensively. Uh, so they've got pit, uh, some pitfalls. You always do. But uh, I would just say if you wanted to say somebody was maybe in the in the driver's seat, you'd probably say Alabama. Yeah, I, I was looking at their schedule here and give a plug out to Dick Coffey's basketball game. No, I know the schedule by heart, but I didn't have to look at it. I, I was just looking. I'd say two losses, Kentucky and Florida. Somebody else might, but, you know, just looking – well, that would make it. That would make it. If that, if that were to happen, that would be what I said: fourteen four, and uh, you know, it's a possibility. Yeah, it, could be, it could be it could be fifteen three, but 14-4 yeah. is what I have probably you know. And then it's, it's according to who beat who in that. In other words, Alabama has beaten South Carolina, and now Auburn has. Uh, prior to that, Kentucky and Tennessee, who at one time were contenders, had both lost to South Carolina, but. Now you have two that right. beat South Carolina and, and two that haven't beat South Carolina. You know, I thought this year's team, before it started, I told people, they somewhat think I might be a little negative on the team, but I told them I thought this year's team wouldn't have as good a record as last year, but might be a better, would be a better basketball team come tournament time than last well, year. You always see, it's just all according if you're ready to play in the tournament, you know, if you're yeah. Excited to play, or are you looking forward to going to Florida with your girlfriend? I'm, you know, I'm sure that he'll have them ready to play. That they've got a good team, and, but but if Nate Oates wins a Sweet 16 game, they better get their satchel ready because they're coming for him this year. That's the high water mark. If, Who's if coming? Get past that. Who's coming? Uh, Sweet 16 is where they've been, and it's, it's hard to get past that game. I'm sure he's well, capable of doing so, but we'll see. You, you got Ohio State. You may have Louisville. Uh, it just depends, you know. Yeah. Who knows at Kentucky what they're going to do? I know everybody talks about the buyout. Man, uh, Kentucky's not going to lose, lose their coach. Just mark him. Mark them on. He, the, uh, Cal is not going anywhere. The AD is is for him. Did that for him, and is going to stay with him. I know, but coach, they just don't have that pizzazz. They that, that don't matter. It doesn't matter. The the the, the bills are to the. By, he's not. They're not going. To, you can. You, it's, it's good radio talk. You will talk about it, but he's not leaving. Yeah, you don't think they yeah. got a rich donor that's right to check? No, I do not. Do you? Cowboy? I, mean, I, like, I yes. like Cal, but I like Cal, but I'm just saying that it just seems like it's stale. Yeah, they Maybe are I'm stale. Wrong. Their crowd's stale. Their yeah. crowd may be a little bit stale. I would buy that. They've gone a little bit backwards on them a little bit. Uh, I, I, I would agree to that. I, I, I don't think Cal's going anywhere. My opinion, I think I know. So there you go. So all right. Well, you guys have a good weekend. Good talking. All right. To thank you. Good you. Luck with your time. Thank yeah, you. Uh, thank you, uh, cowboy. All right. Uh, I thought that was an interesting uh, thing. I know we're trying. We're not trying to be negative, but Justin, is there anything that Coach Saban did that maybe you didn't like? Uh, two point conversion. Like two point conversion. Dad says at LSU. I say never play in the backup quarterback. I mean, he might put him in there and let him hand the ball off two or three times, but when they had a big lead, it was an opportunity to develop, but he was not going to do that. Obviously, we're not questioning his coaching. He's the best coach in college football, but is there anything that he did that wasn't perfect in Justin's eyes? I mean, sure. I, I think uh, I'm with you, Barry. I, I think playing the backup quarterback and mainly the issue with the Mississippi State game where Tua got injured, I think – we really had a good chance to win it all that year if Tua just stayed healthy. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, 
guys can get injured on any play, obviously. I, that that one to me is not – I mean, obviously hindsight when you knew after he got hurt. But, uh, I mean, he could have gotten hurt in the first quarter uh, just as easy um, as he could have. Uh, how about timeouts? Do you think he used his timeouts well? Uh, he was saving them for, I guess, now, now that he's in retirement. Yeah, he probably could have called a couple more. Uh, how about – Closing practice, not letting anybody – was that a big deal to you? Not initially, but now that I'm here and working in the media, (laughs) it seems so silly that you just block people out. Yeah. Dad, how about not letting his assistant coaches talk to the media, except for the beginning of the season and at the bowl game? Was that – I think that's a smart thing to do. Do you think think other people should do that? I think I, I would. I think we think that's very smart. You get too many ideas. You make too many sentences that you say that you didn't mean what you said. The offense coordinator says this, and the defense coordinator says this. I think it's a smart thing. He got that from Bill Belichick, and I think it's good policy. The one voice. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with that. Um, you know, because people overanalyze everything you say. Good lands, uh, especially talk radio. Uh, we'll take something you say and and try to twist it and turn it. And um, what was the best thing he did, uh, Dad? In your opinion, at Alabama, what, what were some of the best things he did? I like handling the players behind the behind the scenes with problems that they've had, the suspensions that they have, without letting it get out. That there, there was very little con- what you would call controversy with players, a controversy with parents. Uh, it just, you just didn't find it. Uh, whatever was there, and there was plenty there uh, with coaches and with players. It, from time to time, it just is when you're there 17 years, and you, but you don't make it public. I yeah, guess the know, very, I think, very best thing you ever did. Yeah, I, I, to go along with that, I think the things that were public. I like the fact that he didn't just throw his players to the curb. Like, he would give them another chance when the media would kill him over him giving them another chance. I remember the one rant about the kid at Michigan State that went on and all the great things he did, that that he believed in second chances uh, and giving these guys an opportunity. Now, he would give them some things to do uh, in order to get themselves back. But where most people say get rid of them, kick them to the curb, he knew football uh, were these guys way out. And he didn't care what the people thought, that he was going to give these guys uh, another chance and try to make themselves better and learn from it instead of giving up on them. I thought that was one of the best uh, things that he did, I, obviously, other than recruit. He was uh, obviously a great recruiter. Uh, go ahead and catch that uh, there. But uh, anything else uh, that, that he did? That obviously, he recruited great. Um, anything else, Dad? No, I can't think of anything. I mean, I'm sure something will come come about, but he just yes, just you know, he was pretty he was pretty good both on and off the the field. And sometimes it's hard to be good at both places. And winning it was big, um, and he didn't really give the the fans time and, uh, enough losses to get them on his butt. Yeah. Uh, there was he again there, losses. Well, yeah, there were two. There was a season where he took two losses and. Uh, I would listen to him occasionally. It's, it's golf stuff where he would be, you know, about giving the NIL money based on what they had done. Not, I mean, what they had done prior to that, rather than kind of quit giving it because they lost two games. Yeah, uh, I think play calling wise, um, 
and it, it's rare to find something extravagant that coach does play calling wise because everything's so methodical and planned out. But the onside kick against Clemson in the national championship game took guts, no doubt. All right, get to the uh, Yellowwood Hotline. Get Tom in. Good morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all? Are you sick, Tom? Well, I'm. Uh, haven't been feeling well. I had a little bite with vertigo yesterday. I had to use cedar oil on my ears, and Ooh. I'm trying to bounce that. I got you. What you got this but morning? I, I, wanted, I wanted to call and say that uh, it was uh, some pictures were sent to me from the basketball exhibit yesterday. And, Coach, I, I think they did an outstanding job on that. They sent me uh, your portion of the exhibit, and I really like it. Yeah, I, I haven't, haven't seen it in person, but I've seen that picture. And I, yeah, I did appreciate what we had Olivia on today and what, what they did, and I uh, look forward to dropping by there in the morning before the game and seeing it, yeah. I yeah, I, I am too, and uh, – but I really, uh, I, I really like the way they asked your contributions to the program and how how, how good it was. And uh, I wanted to congratulate you on that before. Thank uh, you. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, it's really nice. And uh, I can't, I can't wait to get over and see it. Should be nice, uh, Tom. You. Long overdue. I appreciate Olivia uh, being on with us this morning and, and helping make all that happen. So I didn't get to hear what all she said. Fill me in. Well, she's just talking about uh, that. Uh, there's been a lot of great sports out there, and they decided this year to add a basketball portion. I think you probably got a lot of the pictures that that we got there, and how excited uh, she is for people to see that part of it. And uh, and they'll start adding other sports as well. There's not just uh, football. Museum, they're trying to make it for all sports, and then and, and they got a lot in there for basketball right now, so which is long overdue. I agree, I agree. So, anyway, all right, have a good Tom, weekend. Hope you guys. feel better. Thanks. All right, Tom, thank you. Goes. Being dizzy is the worst. Uh, anyway, I right, will take this break, come back, and wrap up the show. Anybody uh, want to dial us up? Uh, what was one thing maybe that he did that you didn't like or that you loved? Uh, you can call us about that 205 342. 9904. You listen to Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC. It's the home of Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. As we start to wrap up this Friday morning drive, everything is moving along very well. If you're traveling along McFarland Boulevard, coming in from Coker, passing Lurling Wallace, U of A, and down to the I-20 interchange, you're moving well there. Along Lurling Wallace from Northport to cross the bridge on up to Jack Warner Parkway and the drive along 2059 as well, all are in good condition. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Ray Romero. Go inside the Alabama Crimson Tide with the Gary Harris Show. Hey, everybody, it's Gary Harris. Coming up Friday on the TGIF edition of the Gary Harris Show. Always fun, great music to get you ready for the weekend. Plus, Fox Sports play-by-play broadcaster Adam Amin and Brett Pritchard with the Auburn Report. Plus, your phone calls. That's the Gary Harris Show, Friday at 9. Catch the Gary Harris Show Monday through Friday, 9 to 11 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. 365-24-7. You'll find road and utility crews, tow trucks, law enforcement, and first responders working along Alabama's roadway. We're making improvements and helping our communities stay connected. We're working hard to make sure you're safe on the road.
road. And now we need your help to make sure we're safe too. Alabama's move over law requires you to move over a lane when you see flashing lights on the roadside. And if you can't safely move over, please slow down. Visit drivesafealabama.org. Brought to you by the Alabama Department of Transportation, Alabama Broadcasters Association, and this station. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye, Steve Spurrier, and myself, and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood. Student-powered, teacher-led learning projects. Students and teachers, how can you spark great learning experiences in your classrooms today? Join at thinkitup.org. Road tripping, business travel, or bringing your car in for repairs. All great reasons to rent a Toyota at Tuscaloosa Toyota. You can rent the latest Toyota models for a day, a week, or a weekend. Every Toyota rental car comes with 24 hours roadside assistance and is backed by an entire team of people you know and trust. Rent a Toyota and let's go places. Reserving yours is a breeze at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Are you receiving unemployment? Your benefits could be at risk. Here's how you can protect yourself and your benefits. Never respond to mail notifying you of a false claim in your name. Never answer a text message asking you to verify your account. And only respond to official Alabama Department of Labor's social media pages. Report fraud at labor.alabama.gov fraud. Brought to you by the Alabama Department. Every time. Plus at these prices, well, we're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Tide 100.9. Tuscaloosa weather. Another spring-like day today with a mixture of clouds and sunshine. The high 69. Becoming cloudy tonight. The chance of a few scattered rain showers and turning colder after midnight. The low 36. Tomorrow, cold and breezy. The sky mostly cloudy. The high 47. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Two-time state champion and two-time NIT champion, Barry Sanderson breaks down the latest in sports on Inside the Locker Room on Tide 100.9. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I think Yellowwood, Pressure Treaty Pine from Great Southern, one of our great title sponsors here on inside the locker room. I always remember if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. All right, uh, real quick, Dad, uh, the SEC games tomorrow. Uh, do you see Alabama have any problem with the uh, Aggies uh, tomorrow? No, I don't. I think, uh, I think Alabama wins. I think they have had problems with them, and I think that probably make, means that uh, they could even get ready, get them ready because of what's happened in the past. So I think... Uh, I think uh, A&M play them a little bit different. Their, their team will play them differently because they'll sh- change defenses on Alabama, and I think that affects Alabama offensively when you change and look at different ways uh, to attack defenses. So that'll, that'll have some effect on the game. I don't think enough effect where Alabama loses. Does it help that Alabama uh, has had a week to prepare uh, for, for Texas A&M? Is the only, I think the only day... They took off. They probably took Sunday off. They took Wednesday off, but they had practices Monday, Tuesday, well, Thursday, Friday. My uh, understanding that those two practices uh, 
from what I can find out from people, was that we're t- totally uh, working on defense yeah. both, both, both practices. Uh, uh, all right, the I other interesting games, Florida at Georgia at noon. Yeah. Uh, you think Georgia bit. holds the home court there? Uh, yeah. I, I think, You think Georgia does, you say? I'm asking, do you think Georgia protects their home floor there uh, in Athens? Uh, I, I, if Florida plays, no. Uh, they haven't protected it very well. They've got they protected it for about uh, 30, 37 minutes, but in the last three, they haven't protected it very well. So I, I would say if, if Florida plays the way they're capable of playing, not the way they played the second half against LSU where they had a 20-point lead and couldn't buy one, uh, no. But I would say if they, if they played the way they're capable of playing, uh, they beat Georgia. Uh, then the LSU goes to South Carolina. Look for South Carolina to get back on the winning ways there. Yeah. All right, yeah. Vanderbilt at Tennessee. Uh, yeah. It's just a matter of how many. Uh, no right. game there. Kentucky at Auburn. Uh, you thought the line be four. I think it'll be around eight and a half. Yeah, you're uh, right. You think Auburn, right. Auburn wins this one? Yeah, I do. I think, I think it did. Auburn, Auburn is um, so hard to beat at home. Kentucky is trying to find themselves. I think they're trying to find themselves on both ends of the floor, personally, although they're better offensively than I can give them credit for. Um, but I think personnel-wise, they, you know, they've been trying to settle in, and they had one of the big kids have 16 points in 13 minutes in one of the games, and they thought he was going to be ready, and then he ended up not being their best player defensively. So I think they're trying to find themselves. I think in NCAA team, they're not, they'll be somewhere third or fourth in the league this year as far as looking at it after you go through 18 games. They're going to lose. They've already lost four. They're going to lose that Tennessee. They're going to lose that Auburn. So they're going to be 12-6 and six in the league. All right. Then Missouri at Ole Miss. Uh, Missouri 0-11. Those games kind of scare you, but look for Ole Miss to get back. Yeah, uh, Ole Miss scare. Old Miss scare is kind of like a died down some. <laughs> uh, Ricky emails us about Nick Saban and says, "Hate to be blunt, but if you didn't love Coach Saban, you're an idiot." Uh, I don't think anybody said we didn't love Coach Saban. We were just saying, was there one call uh, that? You know, I didn't like that he didn't play the backup quarterback. I still said the guy's the best coach in college football. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, okay. All right, uh, Justin, does that make us an idiot that we just – I mean, there's certain things that you just didn't love, but I still think the guy's the best coach in probably all of sports, not just college football. Uh, yeah, no, nobody's exempt from criticism, especially <laughs> – It's not even coach. criticism. I mean, that's just uh, – I mean, he probably didn't – I think the NFL way is to play your starting quarterback the entire game. You don't ever see him put the backup in the NFL, so I think that's kind of the way he ran his deal. I'm, I'm sure he could give you a reason as to why. I just don't – you know, he would play the guy, but sometimes that guy would come in there and just hand the ball off. Yeah, and I mean, in the NFL it's, what, week 17 when you've clinched the playoffs, then you'll see uh, Mitch Trubisky go in for the Steelers or something like that, but – I mean, I think there's things Coach Saban thinks he could have done better. I mean, I mean, I know he does clearly. Yeah. So nobody, uh, at least uh, that's been on this show today, has uh, thought that uh, anything other than Coach Saban was uh, the best coach uh, probably in Alabama history, even past Coach Paul Bear Bryant. All right, that's it for today's show. We'll get out of here, make way for the Gary Hare Show. Get by the Bryant Museum, see the 
uh, exhibit, get to softball, get to Alabama baseball, and obviously support Nate Oates and the basketball team. They're off and running with a great chance to win the SEC regular season. I think Florida, I mean, Auburn has the easiest schedule, uh, but Alabama uh, and then, then split there. So we'll see what happens as this thing unfolds. This is the Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC. It's the home of Alabama sports. The Gary Harris Show is next. 